This is Coffee with Kerry. Each week we meet amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their profession for a game show and interview whilst having lots of fun. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. It's time to get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Kerry. I am super excited for today's episode. We have an amazing guest and awesome rounds to get through. So I hope you're sitting down, strap in and hold on and off we go. I'm introducing today's guest, which is the amazing Dr. Kristen Donnelly from Abbey Research and she is the good doctor of Abbey Research which has a YouTube channel with over 500 videos and more recently released and and by the way it, I, I checked it was 650 and more recently released over 12 episodes of her podcast as well. It's great to have you here Kristen. Welcome to the show. Oh my gosh thanks for having me. I, uh, I had no idea we'd made that many videos. <laughs> yeah yeah. I couldn't help myself. I went and had a little sneak peek before we um, connected on on this wonderful call, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's 650, so that's well over 500." So, well, yeah, we've been doing it uh, for about four years, so that that helps. Is just the the slow kind of grind of it, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. epic. I love it. I love it, and and it's fantastic. I'm one of your many subscribers, and it's just awesome the content that you're putting out, and so much that you cover as well. It's super exciting stuff. So I encourage anyone listening today to tune in and head over to YouTube and subscribe to Abby Research, and certainly check out that amazing content and check out the podcast. There's another mm-hmm. good space as well. Awesome. So, Kristen, are you ready? Because we're going to start stepping through the rounds. I have no idea if I'm ready, but away we go anyway. Absolutely. Let's step through it. Round one, Kristen, is the mug shot. You were Mm. asked to bring a mug for today's episode. Do you have one available? Yeah. I do indeed, yes. Excellent. What have you got? I have a travel mug that I got off of Redbubble. That um, is the Captain America shield and the Winter Soldier shield. And it says, be kind, but take no shit. Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. And is this your regular daily travel mug? Yep. Yeah. And I like even when I'm traveling for work, it goes in my suitcase. Like this goes like this is the coffee mug. That's it. That's dedication. Yep. How long have you had that mug? Since sometime in 2019, because I... (laughs) got really active in Marvel fandom after I saw Endgame <laughs> and needed to fix it. So, um, so yeah, this was one of my first fandom purchases. So I think like summer of 19, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And today, do you have a homebrew or have you had it filled up on your journey into the office? Well, I have a Keurig both at home and in the office. So I think now I'm on the office brew because I already finished the home brew, but it, they are both k-cups right right on to number two fire in your day on all oh, yeah. i love it i love it Kristen. i brought a mug for today's episode and today's mug is i'll show you this one if you can see that but, but first coffee i agree completely 
Absolutely. It's just, yep. it's a religion, right? Like it's just such a, and just for the listeners, it's, it's mid, oh, sorry, heading up to midnight here in Australia. So I'm not drinking coffee. Otherwise I would never sleep. So <laughs> apologies that this cup is empty, but yes, definitely one of my many favorites. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get a bit of a collection over here because there's one awesome. for every episode and sometimes even two, if I've got two guests. So it's all happening and there's a whole whole little collection happening behind me there so I might Ooh, I'll have to get you a Philadelphia mug oh definitely that would be yeah. awesome yeah yeah I'll I'd get you a Philly that. mug so that uh that you've got a collection you got a piece of of my country in your collection back there too absolutely that sounds great Kristen can we do a cheers to the screen with our mugs for we today's episode cheers cheers awesome that's good stuff. I'll try not to break that one as I put it back over there. Wonderful. We are going to step into the next round. And in typical Coffee with Kerry style, I have hit the wrong button. So let me start that again. We are going to step into the next round. We have some late breaking moose. Today's announcement is we've got something that's come in from an unknown source. Kristen, there could be a bit of a backstory as to how you chose to move to North Island. Would you like to share that with us? Yeah, I spun a globe in a bookstore. <laughs> so, you um, could not. In yeah, I did. I was oh. yeah, I spun a globe in a bookstore. I was there with some friends my junior year of college, um, junior year of university, and we were that typical like uni poor where like we could eat but we didn't have any you know extra. So we used to sit around a bookstore um, and st study using air quotes here Study. yep <laughs> uh, and one of the things the bookstore that we were was called Joseph Beth Bookstores in Lexington Kentucky it had a giant globe and so a couple of us would play a game sometimes where you spun the globe and your finger landed on a country and then you had to go find the um a travel book or something else about that country and then teach us all like the weirdest facts about mm -hmm. it essentially mm -hmm. so um like it's how i learned that lesotho was a separate country for instance to south africa was that game uh so my finger landed on the northern part of the island of ireland and i knew nothing about it i am not irish i have no irish heritage anything else like that and my friend andrea who had just been to northern ireland ironically said i will bet you i think she said something astronomical like five thousand dollars that you cannot find a book just on northern ireland and I was like, of course I can't. Um, and then she said, it can't be. And she's like, no, it needs to be a travel book. You cannot find a travel book just about Northern Ireland. And I was like, of course I can. So spoiler alert, could not. You can now, but you couldn't <laughs> in 2003. And what I discovered instead was um, a book of photographs of their civil war. Mm. that I knew nothing about and was completely entranced. There's a very famous picture from the Troubles, which is what they call their, their civil war of little girls going to school surrounded by um, British army officers to make sure they're safe to get there. Yep. And uh, it's very, it's very uh, reminiscent of the Ruby Bridges photo from Brown versus board of education in the United States for anybody who is familiar with that, as I am talking and I, in my mind, I sat there for about five minutes. According to my friends, it was like a couple hours <laughs> where I just couldn't stop looking at this photo. Went home that night, Googled youth work jobs in Northern Ireland. 
applied sight unseen um, and ended up my spending my first job out of college teaching sex ed in various uh, secondary schools in Northern Ireland. Completely fell in love with the country. Um, all of my, it was the hardest year of my life. And I learned that hard doesn't mean bad. Yep. Um, and it wrecked so much of what I thought about the world, like so much in really good ways. And uh, got, then I, I ended up with, I was on a scholarship to go back to the States to do my master's degrees. So I did that. But the whole time I was in Texas, all of my questions would go back to Northern Ireland. Like I was the annoying person in my seminary class where somebody would be like, okay, well this, 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 and this. And I was like, right. But in Belfast. Um, <laughs> and so at the end of my time, my mentor, uh, whose name is Mike Stroop, who actually um, taught me that coffee is not an addiction. It's a relationship. So I give that to you um, Mm -hmm. as a gift. He essentially said, like, you have to do a PhD. And I was like, oh, I'm not smart enough to do a PhD, Mike. Like, I can't, I can't hack it. And he's like, well, I'm not writing a recommendation for anything else. So you are good. Like, you're going to Queens, you're doing a PhD. This is what we're doing. So moved back because my questions were all to do with Northern Ireland. Um, And within a day, I met my now best friend, who is the other good doctor of Abbey mm-hmm. Research, and within two months, met my husband, um, mm. and then ended up getting my PhD from the Queen's University of Belfast in Northern Ireland, and it all started because I spun a globe in a bookstore. That's such a fantastic story. I can't believe that all happened from this one globe, and this globe that you were already all familiar with and you know did different things with and everything, and then it turned into a move, a, a complete move for you. So Yeah, I remember I called I went to I grew up in Philadelphia and I went to uni in Kentucky, which is about 12 hours away. Kentucky is closer to the middle of the country. And uh, I called my parents and I was like, so I think my first job, I think I'm applying to live in Northern Ireland. And my dad's immediate response was, cool, I've always wanted to do Christmas out of America. Oh, wow. So, like, that's my family vibe, too. Like, that really helped. Um, And so they did. They came over. We had a great Christmas uh, in Northern Ireland, the four of us. And uh, we have lots of great memories from that trip. Uh, Still, that we still, jokes we still tell from that trip in 2005. Wow. What a great story. And I can't believe that, wow, just from the one globe spin, like that's just incredible, incredible. And you know what? Not a lot of people have stories like that. So I appreciate you sharing that with us and and bringing that to the show because that's that's super cool. But we're going to move in to the next round and I'm going to hit the right button. The next round is five fun facts about Kristen. Now, to to do this one, you need to pick five numbers off the board. So behind me are numbers 1 to 20, and you're going to pick five numbers out of 1 to 20 to reveal your five fun facts. Okay. Am I picking them all at once, or do you want me to do it one at a time? Okay. Well, so then I'd like um, 3, yeah. 8, 16, 12 and 19. 12 and 19. Awesome. One, two, three, four, five. And a lovely little rainbow of colours too, by the way. Nice. 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 Any particular reason why you picked those numbers, Kristen? Three is my lucky number. Past that, no. No, that's good. That's good. Keep it random. All right. Let's step through this. So question number three, which is your lucky number. How would you rate your DIY tech skills? 
on a let's let's oh. call it a scale of one to ten. So ten being awesome, you can fix everything on, say, a computer. How, how do you? Oh rate God, I'm probably middling. I could probably go six. Mm-hmm. Um, I can fix most things both on Mac and PC. I can solve most problems. I can build a website um, if I have to. Like I cut my teeth in GeoCities coding back in the day, so like I can do it if I have to. Wow. Um, but I married a guy who's in IT. And so it's a lot easier for me to just be like, John, fix this. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, fix this. Um, yeah. And he does it like he built, like he builds his own computers. Like he's yeah. that level of yeah. whatever. So uh, I am famous for outsourcing things that stress mm. me out. And so yeah. I outsource tech to him. Love it. But yeah, Love I it. can muddle. I can muddle my way through. And, and I've got to say, when you said six and then you started unpacking this, I was like, oh, you sounded higher than a six to me. Like I was thinking, you know, we're, we're heading towards the eight pretty fast here. So, I, yeah. Oh. Well, just... thank you. I uh, I am constantly aware of the people in my life who are better at it than me. So in my scale of like my wonderful editor, Eleanor, and then my husband being the 10, I am six at best. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I think um, definitely there's some underlying skills there that we don't know about, but I agree with you these days. Hubby, come fix because, yeah, not not me, not me. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time and he does it faster, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. That's it. It's perfect. All right, heading into the next question, number eight. What's your favourite colour and Why? My parents will tell you it's purple. When I was younger, I called it Pupple. Oh, I love and, it. Um, it is still like my family, like when I have to get, like when I have to, you know, get things, they assume I'm going to pick purple. Yeah. Um, and it probably is, but I, my company colors and my wedding colors and everything else are shades of blue and yellow. And I love mm-hmm. that combination together. So, um, like my, literally Abby Research's colors are the colors that we had in our wedding. Oh, wow. Um, so that, cause you know, this is what happens when you have your own business, you get to design your own logo. Yeah. So, uh, I picked my wedding colors cause we did blue, blue, yellow, and silver. Oh, um, wow. and so those were my, those are our wedding colors and that's my company colors. So I think mm-hmm. that's it, but like standalone color purple. And it was because I wanted to be a princess and princesses wore purple. There you go. That's the answer. So, and I didn't like, I don't look good in pink. So yeah, pink, pink. It's got to be the right kind of pink, yeah? Like pink's a funny colour like that. It's a yeah. funny colour. Like I can do like yeah. a salmon, but I can't do a pastel. Like mm. I, yeah, yeah, not great. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Always wanted to be pink, but just never pulled it off. I don't know. Yeah. No. All right, next question, number 16. Most favourite gift you've ever received? Oh, this is a toughie. I can get really sappy and say my niece. Oh. Um, but gosh, I don't even know. Okay, so I would think just because I know how much it took him to do this, mm-hmm. my husband is not a good gift giver. He will tell you that he has grown a lot. I am a great gift giver. It's one of my like it's one of my skills. Mm-hmm. He is not. But he knows I love penguins. And so, uh, for our anniversary one year, he bought me, he got one on Etsy and got me a custom made journal, like leather stamped with penguins and my name. Oh, wow. 
And so I don't use the journal. Like it mm. isn't the kind of journal, like anything else like that. But the fact that like, it was so far out of his comfort zone to make that much planning, to talk mm. to that many people on Etsy, like all that kind of stuff. And where are the cheese balls that we decided we will do a traditional gift for all of our anniversaries. So yeah. like for our second, I got him a cotton t-shirt cause that's the, you know, cotton anniversary, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I know how much effort it took him to do that. And since then he's gotten a lot more comfortable with Etsy. He's gotten a lot more comfortable with creativity, but like that was the first one where it was like, Oh, I'm so proud of you. Aww. So I think, and all of his gifts to me are always thoughtful yeah. um, and practical. Like one of my Christmas gifts was a weighted blanket. <laughs> oh, um, but so I, so, but I love that one. Cause it was like a little bit fanciful. Mm. Um, but yeah. And like, he gave me a stuffed penguin when I was having a bad day during my uh, PhD, he got me Penny the penguin cause she could sit with me while he was at work, um, and keep me company while I hated my entire self. Cause that's part oh. of the PhD process is that at least 90% of the time you think you're garbage. So, uh, I, the stuffed penguin helped. Yeah. <laughs> and do you still have Penny to this day? Oh, for sure. Penny yeah. uh, sits on my nightstand and uh, she watches over me as I sleep. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's amazing. But I can't believe you went to that effort of the leather stamped journal. Like that's incredible. I bet you He's it so, epic. It's so great. Also, Etsy is a wonderland. Oh, it really it? is. Yeah, So like, Yeah, but I no, I was really proud of him. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. That's amazing. All right, we're moving on to the next question, number 12. Is there a book that you've read multiple times? There are many. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm looking there at the, many. there's bookcases behind you here. And for those that are listening and not watching, tune into the YouTube because you'll see everything. You'll see our facial expressions, but wow, look at that. Yeah. Um, so I, yes, I mean like there are nonfiction books I've read a bunch of times because I teach from them, things like that. But fiction wise, I've read Harry Potter a ton. I've read Narnia a ton. Um, I've read To Kill a Mockingbird so much that it, my copy fell apart. I had to get a new one. Um, and there's a two romance novel series that I read over and over again. One is Bridgerton and the other is called The Ravenels by Lisa Kleypas. Mm -hmm. I read those. Um, reading is, is my escape place and always has been. So mm -hmm. like when I was growing up, I read Charlotte's Web until it fell apart. Oh, um, yeah. so I read more now instead of over and over again, like I used to when I was growing up. Cause I, now I'm like, there's so many books and so little time. Um, <laughs> uh, but those, those five are probably like the things I read over and over again. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And when the book starts falling apart, I think that's a sign. Like that's yeah. definitely a sign that it's, it's definitely been well read in, in the multiple. So yeah, good answer. Good answer to that one. We are on to the final question, number 19. And this question is, I think you'll like this one. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Languages. Ooh. Like that would be mine, that I could understand all the languages. Okay. No thinking music, no indecisiveness. That's it. No. Languages. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because all the other ones to me have downsides. Like invisibility, I would use for evil. Um, like teleportation could be really good, but then I would have to, I would be expected to be places I don't necessarily want to be, yeah. um, you know, some stuff like that. Understanding languages is the thing that I wish, uh, yeah, is the thing I think would be the most, the most best superpower for what I want to do with my life. So 
Wow. Talk about a unique answer. I don't think anyone else is going to come up with that one. That's, that's super special. Like that's, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, nailing the, the question and answer space. This is fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Well done. Well done. We're going to move on to the next round. The next round is a little bit different. We're stepping away from the questions and we're stepping into some food. I've brought some food to today's episode and I've got three different versions, three, number three, three different versions of, and when I say versions, I'll explain. Do you guys have something over there called a cherry ripe? No, nor do we have it in the UK. Wow. Wow. Okay. I didn't think so, but I'd just like to clarify yeah. before I step into the cherry ripe space. And I've got three versions with me today. This is a standard okay. chocolate bar called the cherry ripe. And I confess I have been on YouTube and seen a few videos of people sending Australian care packages to people in the US and, and the UK. So I didn't think you'd know this one. So I thought I'd bring it on. Bring it on yeah, I know. I haven't heard of that one. So this is, uh, this is made by Cadbury. You'd be familiar with Cadbury because I think it's very, yeah. yeah. Even went to the Cadbury factory in England once. Yeah, the little experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the cherry ripe is um, quite an intense experience and it also comes in, they call this one, I don't know if you can see that, this is the double dip. So it's supposed to be, but I'm I'm looking at it going, it's not much thicker. Like they're not much thicker, yeah. Yeah, is it but, cherries? Is it cherries and chocolate? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, that's like one of my favorite flavor combinations. So with, when I come to see you, I will eat my weight in those. Oh my goodness. I should send you a care package of cherry ripes because it's actually got coconut inside as well. And the combination is not only delicious, but it's intense and it's just, oh my God, it's one of my favorites. But they also sell it in... Sorry about the the crunchy noises. Oh, like bite-sized bits. Bite-sized bits, 12-pack in a share pack. I've already eaten a couple, I confess. I opened it earlier, but look, just a little mini one. Oh, they're adorable. Oh I love God. it. And, and I'm all about everything small because I just think it's an in, like, I don't know, it probably is the same thing. But to me, when it's smaller, it's concentrated. It's, I don't know, I just love everything miniature. So, yeah, so three different versions, but I'm going to break one open so I can show you what it looks like because this will be a giveaway. And apologies, those to listening and, and all this crunchy, crunchy noise and rappers just aren't quiet, man. Like, no, they're not. It's not even a thing. Imagine when I start bringing chips on the show. Oh, dear. All right, so this is what it looks like. So that is the bar itself. Okay. And then when you break it open, oh, have a so look. So it's almost at- like cherry flavored coconut yeah. is what it looks like to me. And, like it looks like red dyed coconut. And there are little chunks of cherry in cherry? there as okay, well. Great. Yeah, but it is delicious. So that's just okay, the, so it's like a single, cherry bounty yep. bar. Yeah, okay. yeah, similar yes. to bounty because of the coconut. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. with the cherry and the dark dark chocolate, it's just. Amazing. So we call we call um bounties in the states. We call it it's mounds, but it's dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate. Like if you want the milk chocolate version in the states, you have to get an almond joy, which then has an almond on top, which like is fine. But I just want the chocolate and the coconut. Wow. So I stock up on bounty bars whenever I'm in the UK. Yeah. Good call. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to arrange a little sample of this to to come over to you because I think you're just gonna die. Like it's just gonna might take a while to get there. I don't know what condition it's gonna land in because I have seen sometimes the chocolate melts and then when it reforms, yeah. it's a bit white. It's not quite, but the dark chocolate might survive a bit better than milk chocolate, maybe. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll I've got see. friends that mail stuff back and forth between Canada and Australia. I'll ask them how they do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good idea. Maybe if I use lots of bubbles so that it's well insulated and, and all that kind of stuff. And if I pick the right season, because we're heading into spring here, so we're coming out of winter and into spring, but you guys are ending your summer. You've just hit the fall. Is that right? Well, I mean, technically, <laughs> yes, we're heading into fall. So it doesn't start for another couple of weeks. And like right now it's still in the high 20s Celsius. So we don't in Philly really hit like fall as a season until the end of September. Oh, right. And then like if people want to come and see all the traditional like North, like New England leaf changes and everything else like that, it's October and November. Like that's the peak. They call it leaf peeping. And that's the peak fall stereotypical American. You want to pick pumpkins. You want to go on hay rides. Yep. You want to see leaves. You want to be here October and November. Right. Noted, noted. October, Someone wants November. to live their own Gilmore Girls fantasy, that's when you want to be here. Yeah. That's it. That's where I knew it from. I knew yeah. I, I was picturing this and I'm like, I could visualize it from somewhere. Gilmore Girls, yeah. that's the one. Gilmore Girls and Hallmark movies, that's where yeah. everyone knows it from. Yeah. I spend a lot of my life explaining that pumpkin patches are a real thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love that. Yeah. Awesome. So, Kristen, do you have a word or a food or something that I might not know about, something that you're familiar with over there that Kerry's just going to, like, pull funny faces at? So there is a candy that's Philadelphia-based called a peanut chew. Peanut chew. And I don't have one with me. No, that's all right. But they are um, really compact. Mm -hmm. It's, like, caramel- and peanuts dipped in dark chocolate. Ooh, covered in chocolate as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. So they're called peanut chews. They're made here in Philly. They're kind of, they're definitely a Philly thing. Yep. Um, and I love them. Cause again, they're all, even when you buy a big bar, it's, they're only this big. You yep. get like eight pieces in a bar. Oh. And so I love the, like, I love the tininess of it. It feels like a little treat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't even love dark chocolate that much, but I love peanut chews. Mm. They sound great. I'm going to have to Google yeah. that and work out, you know, like. Yeah, get... I think it's the full name is Goldberg's Peanut Chews. Goldberg's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. I've made a note of that because we do have US uh, kind of outlets here in Australia. I think I it's will been... be surprised if you can get it because yeah. I can't even get them like in Texas when I lived there. Like, wow. It's pretty, there's a, there's a more American foods than people realize that are really localized. Like my favorite soda is actually only available in like Kentucky in the middle of the country. Mm. My favorite ice cream is like only in the South. Oh, so there's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's specific like that in a lot of ways. There's lots and lots of nationally distributed things. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. there's also a lot of like pocketed specific things. So I'll throw some peanut chews and maybe a tasty cake in with your Philadelphia care package. Ooh, tasty cake. That sounds good too. Ooh, they yeah. are, um, they are pastries. Yeah. So like one, the most famous one is a butterscotch crimpet, which is a butterscotch cake with butterscotch icing. Oh my God. And they are Philly, like Philly is synonymous with cheesesteaks, tasty cakes, and a, a store called Wawa for food. Those are the things we are known of. And then roast pork sandwiches. We have a lot of really good food here. 
Oh, my God. All right. Okay. That's it. I need to pack my suitcase. I need to head over to Philly. Connor, we will feed you. We will feed you so many things that are 0% healthy for your body, but 100% healthy for your soul. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. That's why food has been invented. It's not, who cares about the calories? Like you've got to enjoy it. And oh man, sounds like I'm living in the wrong place. Let me say that. Oh, trust me. I hear about Australian food and Australian things and I'm like, oh, I got to get there. So we're all grass is greener. So yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And when the borders open in 2025, you never know. You never know what the world can bring. You never know. Listen, I'm applying to TEDx Brisbane. So we'll see if I can, if it will. uh, Yeah. And no, it's like very legitimately me and my husband, our next, one of our next big vacations is Australia. So. Oh, amazing. And I'll tell you what, if you land in Brisbane, I will drive there. I will come up and and meet you there and and we'll have a great time because that's oh, an amazing be place and for me you know I, I get to gain probably 10 to 15 degrees by going up to Queensland so I'll be happy nice. for that yeah absolutely nice. awesome yeah Kristen we're going to move into the next round okay the next round is survivor challenge survivor challenge coffee with Kerry style so let me read out the rules because there's a couple Kristen you need to choose two companions a celebrity or their character because you're going to be stranded on a deserted island you are going to have no supplies you're going to be stuck there forever so you can have two celebrities or their characters however you want to name them join you on this deserted island but you have an extra couple of rules here you're also going to have a magic ration box on the island but let me just preface this there won't be any other supplies available there'll be no fruit trees there'll be no animals or fish or anything to to have your magic ration box will be your only source of food and it can only contain one item but i will add that that one item could be a single item like an apple or it could be a whole meal like I don't know, pasta, steak, uh, parmigiana with chips and salad on the side, that type of thing. It can be a whole meal. So you need to choose two companions and one item of food for the magic ration box. How does that sound? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so this, one- this, this is the part <clears throat> where I can offer you some thinking music to decide on your answers because your survival okay. depends on it. Obviously. Yeah. Would you like some thinking music? I would love some thinking music. Thank you, Carrie, for your kindness. Yes. You're very welcome. Okay. Great. We're going to go. Mm-hmm. So my, so I would like Tony Stark. Oh, good one. Yes. Who, who is Iron Man. If he could come in his Robert Downey Jr. incarnation, that would be preferable. But mm-hmm. I'll take him from the comics I, too. I'm not that yep. picky. Um, circa Iron Man 3, if we're going to get really picky, that's, that's what I'd like. Yep. And then Lin-Manuel Miranda, because he will always keep me entertained. He's the one who wrote Hamilton. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and he also wrote all the music for Moana. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So very, yeah. So I think those two uh, apologies to their, their significant others, but I think those two, and then, um, also, there's no way that Tony, that Tony would let us be stuck there forever. So he would find some way off the island and that would be entertaining. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll do it. In the meantime, Lynn and I would just have a lot of fun singing and, and uh, making merry. Um, a, a possible swap in for Lynn, if he is unavailable, is another character, which is Bucky Barnes, who's the Winter Soldier from from as much as I love Captain America in a desert island situation, he's not nearly as helpful as somebody who has survived who's somebody who's like a professional assassin and survivor Mm. and tony stark so i want bucky and tony and then meal wise the like ration that i would want um is oh god that's so hard but i think sushi specifically like salmon and or tuna based sushi because like my favorite meal in the world is actually a poke bowl a salmon poke bowl um, so that or sushi, depending, but something with rice and fish, please. Okay. Okay. I'm liking this. I'm liking this combination. I have no idea who that second person is. So I apologize in advance for that, but Tony Stark okay. fully across it, fully across it. So how are these two characters going to get along with like, you're there and you've got these two individuals. How are they going to get along? Well, I think Lynn is as big of a nerd as me. And so, um, and the other thing too, that's fun with Tony Stark is that he's a giant nerd. So if you really understand Tony, all of the bravado and the stuff is his wounding and his baggage. It's not like, and it's entered, it's, it's only really apparent when people kind of feed it and give into it. And I, I wouldn't, and I don't think Lynn would either. It would be like, Hey man, like, let's just be real. Like we all, you know, um, and so I think we'd get along pretty well. Mm. I'm sure I'd want to kill them at different times and they'd want to kill me, but, uh, cause that's human nature, but I think we'd get along pretty well because we're all big nerds who love to learn. Yep. Yep. And I, I think you've chosen a really good food too, by the way, because Thank of you. the, you know, the protein rice combination there, this is sounding healthy, but nutritious and, and yeah. filling yeah. and fresh. Cause when you're sweaty and hot, you don't, for me anyway, I never want anything fried. No. Like I always want something that tastes fresh mm-hmm. and yeah. cold. Mm, definitely. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. I think, yeah. you know what, Kristen, I think you have survived. I think you've fared really well in this challenge, by the Thank way. Thank you. For being put on the spot and having like 30 seconds of thinking music. Really good answers. Well done. Thank you so much. <laughs> we are going to move into the next round. The next round is the Wheel of Reveal. You would have noticed this lovely wheel over here. Apologies again to those that are listening and not watching. Head over to the YouTube. It's way better. It's like someone actually actually described it. It's like listen to the podcast and you're reading the book and then go and watch the movie on YouTube. So that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. I'm going to give this wheel one big spin for you and you'll see that there's different words on the wheel and that will reveal the question that I'm going to ask you. Are you ready? Okay. I'm so ready. Okay. Oh, and it comes with sounds. (gasps) Jackpot. Jackpot. You've landed on the jackpot. Oh my goodness, this is exciting. I'll tell you right now, I did not expect that. I, I don't know why, but it just has this weird thing about it that uh, 
I think it's the way I spin it. I'm still getting used to the way I spin it. So I did a good job. So yay me. <laughs> All right. So Kristen, the question from the word jackpot, I'm sorry, you haven't won a million dollars. So my apologies in advance for that. Damn it. I know I've got to get better at this. If you won the jackpot, if you won the lotto and you won the jackpot, what would you do all day? Oh, I thought you were going to ask what I was going to do with the money. What would I do all day? Let's go for both. Let's go for both. You're on fire. Okay. So very practically and very honestly, I would use as much as of the stuff as I could to buy up medical debt and student loan debt in the U.S. and forgive them. Oh. That would be... Like that would be the first thing. My husband and I have actually talked about this, what we would do. And that's the first thing we would do. Um, And then we would buy out um, the mortgages, mortgages for our friends, Mm -hmm. ourselves and our friends. um, And then take a absolutely massively extravagant trans, trans Panama Canal cruise. Um, And then, and then do a back to that and then do like essentially cruises everywhere. We love cruising. So cruises everywhere we want to go. So cruise to Australia, cruise to New Zealand, cruise to Dubai, like all of it. And then we would invest the rest. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's, and that's that. But what I would do all day, my gosh. So in a way, this is a, this is the question of like, what is my perfect day? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my perfect day is that I would be have a like slow morning, mm-hmm. not necessarily sleep in, but not have to get out of bed immediately. That yep. there would be uh, coffee delivered to me. Mm-hmm. I would not have to source the coffee for myself. <laughs> um, and then there would be uh, huevos rancheros for breakfast. Ooh. So uh, like eggs and beans and salsa and and all of that. And then I would get to spend the next couple hours alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Quiet that would be time. spent reading yeah, um, or playing a video game, depending on my mood, but that would mm-hmm. be it. I would be left totally alone in a very comfortable physical location. Um, there would be no sweating involved at all on my perfect day. None. <laughs> uh, and then I would meet up with friends yeah, and we would spend the afternoon day drinking Ooh, and nice. then go to one of, to a, a restaurant that night where we just get to have a long, luxurious meal talking about life and being and then uh in bed you know around 11 that's my perfect mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. okay what time are you getting up in the morning you're fitting a lot in here I'm, I'm loving it I'm loving it it's great uh, I very rarely sleep past six thirty or 7 yeah. like my body just gets me up so yeah yeah seven seven's a good time seven's a good time yeah. to be getting it's kind of the not alarm too goes off at five thirty. um because I have to be at work close to seven yeah. and I work about 45 minutes away from home. Mm-hmm. But, um, when my, when I am left to my own devices, it's between six thirty and seven. Oh, wow. You've just described the most awesome sounding day with a combination of so many great things, you know, that quiet time, not rushing the morning, having the coffee delivered. I love that. That that's a must. That is a must. And then, yeah, just cruising through the day with your friends and good food, good company. How good is that? That's brilliant. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a big, and I've been blessed to live that day a few times. Um, and I'm really, really, yeah, every time, every time I do, it just fills me up to bursting. Mm-hmm, oh. Mm-hmm. oh, that's great. Now, Kristen, I have a, an additional little round for you if you're up for it. If you're not, always carry. If you're not, I'm happy to edit this out of the podcast, but I will hit my round bell. 
there's a new little segment that Kerry's thought to throw into today's episode based on one of the answers that you gave me on the booking around your favourite song. Okay. And this round, and it's the final round of the show, is called Kerry Oki. Okay. Are you up for some karaoke? I'm, I'm up for it for karaoke, yeah. Excellent. Now, due to copyright laws, we're not allowed to play anything in, in that space, so I apologise that we can't kind of give ourselves a bit of a in the right direction. I don't know your favourite song, but I do know another song by the same artist. So would you like to okay. share with the listeners what is your favourite song? I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I don't remember what I said at all. It is called Armour by... Oh, by Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, that's... I either say that one or one called Crowded Table by The High Women. Oh, good, because I don't know that one at all. I wasn't sure which one I said. But yeah, Armour by Sarah Bareilles is is one of my anthems. So, Kristen, would you you partake in the karaoke today by singing us a couple of lines from your favourite song, Armour? Oh, sure. Um, With the caveat that there's a lot of like fun beats behind it. So I'm doing it 0% justice. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be happy to do that. Okay. Yeah. Let it begin. Let Adam in. Step one, original sin. Underneath the leaves, Adam finds Eve. Both of them find something sweet under the apple tree. Then it was over. Roads divide. Step two, learning how to lie. Let me ask a question to present day. How the hell did Eve end up with all the damn blame? All the damn Should I keep going? No, that is fantastic. Oh, my God. Like, this is a hidden talent that I didn't know about. I'm not even joking. I've been a singer forever. Yeah, yeah. God, that's amazing. I had no idea. Oh, wow. And Yeah, no, actually karaoke is one of my favorite hobbies. So this is, yeah, it's really fun. And I, yeah, I wanted to do theater for, for a long time and I've been in choirs and I love singing. So yeah, happy to do it. Amazing stuff. Well done. Oh my God. Yeah. Good luck to future guests on Coffee with Kerry. You're beating that. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Easily. You will easily beat it. (laughs) No way. No way. Kristen, we have come to the end of the show. I'm so sad. Oh. We're there. Me too. I've been looking forward to this for so long. It feels like it went by in a blip. I know, right? You blink and you'll miss it and there's so many, you know, things happening and it's all consuming and it's such a fun space. But thank you so much for coming on to the show and spending time with me and it's just been an absolute blast and you you killed it. You absolutely killed it. You nailed it all, all, absolutely. Well, you are a super fun chat show host, so I'm glad to be here. Thank you. And if you don't mind, I would love to play the outro music so we can do a final dance and... Call it a day. I'd be honoured. Away we go. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Kerry. You can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review. See you next week.